Hello, everyone, and welcome back to our podcast. I'm Chris, and I am joined by my brothers, Adam. Hello. And Eric. Hello. And we are back in the room for our 100th episode. Thank you to our four listeners. <laughs> Confetti. <laughs> <laughs> and in this week's episode, we have decided to look back at a game that we love uh, because thematically it seems fitting. Greatness from small beginnings, Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. It's a game that we love. And as we talk about the series, um, people will maybe come to realize that it's actually from this series that the name of our podcast was derived. So given that it's the 100th episode, it seems fitting to, to talk about this series. And also given that Nathan Drake is a character who looks back. But also next month, or in a few weeks at this point, the Uncharted movie is finally dropping. So in a lead up to that as well around this time, it seems like a fitting time to talk about the Uncharted series and the Legacy of Thieves collection literally just dropped. So Uncharted is on our minds. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, we will be going into spoilers about Uncharted. Uh, so hopefully you guys have all played it or at least familiar with it. Or if not, this is a great time to hear why the game is so good and why you should still go back and play it. If this is a game that you've missed out on, it is fucking amazing and you need to play it and we'll tell you exactly why. But if you're familiar with it, then welcome to the discussion. We'd love to hear from you. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please do jump down into the comments at any point to share your thoughts on all things in chat and anything else that we bring up during the discussion. And if you enjoyed us, please do give this a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click the notification bell. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, then you can touch base on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take to give your take on everything that we bring up today. But without further ado, let's talk on Uncharted! surely discussed this game before believe it or not we have not really yes so well maybe in like passing or it was probably mention. in our discussion of uncharted 4 we definitely we discussed the chart 4 before yeah you see here's what here, here's what's happened here's what's happened in tell our, me what's happening chris yeah i'm gonna tell you what, let, me, let me tell you the podcast person um no in in our first 11 episodes which are now on YouTube. They were previously not on YouTube, but they are now on YouTube. Um, so they were audio only in the beginning because we hadn't figured any of this out yet. And um, we were talking about our favorite games from each year in the past decade leading up to the turn of 2020. Oh, yeah. But Uncharted 1 came out in 2007. Yeah, so it wasn't included. So it was before that, and we also didn't talk Uncharted 2. So we talked Uncharted 3, but it was like a brief mention because that was our, like, a runner-up game to the year of Skyrim. It's got a mention. And then um, we talked Uncharted 4 because that was our favorite game of a particular year. Hmm. But again, it was kind of just, this is why we like it so So we just much, mentioned it in passing then. Yeah. Yeah, so we haven't actually talked about Uncharted Drake's Fortune, which is, in a way, quite shocking because Uncharted is one of our favorite series of all time. Hmm. 
Oh yeah. It's awesome. Hmm. So let's talk about why it's awesome. <laughs> Eric, what uh, do you like about Uncharted Drake's Fortune generally before we go uh, even deeper? <laughs> well, sit back on the couch there Eric, and tell us all about it. Yeah, that. yeah, well, man. Yeah, th- thanks for having me on the show, there, Chris. Um... Uh, no I'm glad to have you back. You got, the, you got, you got the job, by the way. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, my boss was looking through our podcast episode, and he did come across the one where it's titled "Eric Goes for a Job Interview," which I forgot was one. Uh, oh, anyway, oh, what was yeah. that? Uh, the, yeah, the, the job interview was actually uh, it was the our game of the decade discussion, and it's because it's like I think I think one of our episodes it might have been the one where we talked about Chatter Four, where it was like, okay, I could be wrong, but I think we all had the same favorite. Is that right? Oh, and, yeah, and, yeah. and Eric was like, uh, yes, that is the case. That is right. Yes, uh, we do have the same. <laughs> but he. But he wasn't like joking at the time, but it was like, <laughs> he was just answering everything like as if it was a fucking English exam yeah. or something. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> uh, good times. Anyway, uh, well, at the time, graphically, it was amazing. Fuck yeah! Like, at, like obviously, you go back and it has aged, but just like early PS3, you know. But at the time, that was amazing. And when it comes to uh, the actual performance and acting, it was like going back to the times of Metal Gear Solid. Where not saying that people around that time weren't doing good voice acting, it's just that theirs was Uncharted's was another level. And the direction of the game was very movie like. You know, and we could even tell from the trailer of it when it was when it was first being advertised, like this this felt more like it was a movie than a video I couldn't. Game. <laughs> you Yeah, no, actually that's interesting because <laughs> me and Eric were excited for it based on the yeah. trailer. Yeah. I know Eric got it, so I got it. We have Eric to thank for in terms of our entry into Uncharted, but uh, you actually weren't excited for the trailer. Yeah, no, I wasn't convinced at all by that trailer. I think it was because it kind of reminded me. Do you remember there was a game called Broken? I think it's called Broken Dragon or something like that. Or no, Sleeping Dragon? I don't know. Broken Sword. Broken Sword. Sleeping Dragon. Broken Sword, Sleeping Dragon, <laughs> Crouching Bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, with yeah. the airplane hanging out of the cliff. Yeah, it was a, like a click adventure yeah. almost. Yeah, yeah. It kind of gave me those vibes, you see. That's why I was like, I, I don't know. I'm yeah. not sure. And I have Man, to say, I thought I thought that trailer, because if you look at the gameplay from the trailer versus the gameplay of how it ended up, is it's actually quite different. They mm. really improved it. Like, the game is miles better than that trailer. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, I, I actually, I suppose, when I saw the trailer, I was like, that looks really good. Yeah. And I did think it looked really good. And then you get the actual game, and it's even better. Oh my god, <laughs> it's like it's like a dream come true. Yeah, you know, because sometimes yeah. trailers are better than the thing you watch or play. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Because I think he had a different outfit, didn't he? Didn't he have his like red sleeves? The red sleeves. Didn't yeah, he? yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they changed it just to the kind of white one, and then that became fashion for the next twenty years. The Henley Henny's clothes. Yeah, the Henley and the, the jeans and everything. Yeah, but he didn't have the Henley in the first one, though. No, he well, it was it was Henley style though. Like it was a long sleeve top. I'd say it was more second one. I think. Second oh yeah, one the second one. The fashion, but, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, still, sure. the quantum solace of the series. Wow. No, Take in terms that. of fashion, man. What? What? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> Bond wears a suit in all of them. <laughs> no, I know, but like when it comes to like the the style of Bond, quantum is like that. That's his like most stylish. In terms of the Daniel Craig series, oh sure, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was just, I was getting worried what you were saying there. I was like, uh, yeah. Among Thieves is not the Quantum of Solace. 
<laughs> of Uncharted. Oh, a little bit. No, actually, that would be Tree. Tree That's is a bit harsh. quantum in a way, isn't it? Tree is quantum. Uh, in terms of like the, the like, none of this is connecting. It's kind of cool what's happening, but what's going on? <laughs> I would say, and there's probably one we're not going to talk about. The lot, not the last legacy. Uh, the uh, Gold golden abyss. abyss is the quantum of solace of <laughs> Uncharted. No, that's the uh, never say never again. That's, yeah, never say never again. <laughs> sure, okay. It, it's sure. there. It exists. You can watch it, but we don't really count it. Obviously, no nor can because you actually have to do work for it. But you know, the rest of us don't. Yeah, it. <laughs> it's actually yeah, rated quite highly point. amongst people's um kind of. Is it good? Because you played it, Adam. I play. I I don't think so. Turns I think out we are going to talk about it. It's fine. <laughs> Might as well. It's part of the series, I guess. Uh, and it's it is very because I've seen a bit of gameplay with Adam, and it's very. It does look quite similar to Uncharted One because you're going through one, the jungle yeah. and all this. Yeah, yeah. It does seem quite similar to that. But that's one thing that was cool about Uncharted One is the again because at the time the graphics were cool was the the lush greenery of the of the island with mm -hmm. then. It always reminded me of a Playmobil set. You know that kind of plasticky green? Especially when you go up to the to the castle. You know when you first go around that corner? Yeah. And you see that castle? Yeah, it's that castle that you get from Playmobil. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it is. So that's, yeah. I, I was always blown away by the water. Yes. Not the sea, the water. but the, the water. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. The water looked amazing in the game. Sure it did. Yeah. Like, and the kind of wet effects. When, when you get out of the water and he looks... Well, he looks Wet. drowned, like. Yeah, and but, but yeah, the whole... looks absolutely dead when he gets yeah. out of the water. He looks dead, like. the yeah. deceased. The uh, yeah. it's it's the blockbuster feel of the game, though. Really, isn't it? It's the yes. It's the 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 Hollywood movie. Um, yeah, well, like showmanship oh, yeah. of the whole thing. Yeah, they're opening with going through the water, and there's the sick, uh, greatness from small beginnings quote by Sir Francis Drake, and it zooms in on the coffin, and then it transitions from that to the common mm. on the boat like it just yeah is very hollywood it's beautifully shot yeah true really well shot if, that, really if, well that, if that's a if that's the right terminology in terms of using the camera in this digital um way environment but also i think you know the way like um and yeah there's a love for like retro and there's a nostalgia for retro but like there's for for a lot of people there's only so far back you can go before you feel like it's like no the controls are janky or they're working against mm. me or whatever not the case with Uncharted. Even Uncharted One, the camera is really good. Like the, the the controls are really good. It plays really well. I I I think that's like the turning point of modern gaming in a way. Maybe I'm trying to pinpoint other games of that yeah. era and that generation that pinpoint the modern feel of hmm. you giving you total control of of a game. Yeah, I that, that's the point I was gonna make was even with the cinematics. You know, there's there's some games that you can kind of say like, okay, there is a a break and and has influenced so many games going forward. Mm. And Uncharted definitely fits into that. COD Four probably uh, mm. as well, and um, obviously Metal Gear, uh, Grand Theft Auto. So those are games that when they come out, it's like everyone wants to now do that. Like once Uncharted Drake's Fortune yeah. came yeah. out, it's like everything now shifted to having like even Call of Duty, which you know COD Four was somewhat cinematic but it became ridiculous like it became michael bay cinematic after uncharted mm. you know yeah, yeah. mainly uncharted 2 and 3 i'd say because uncharted 2 and 3 was when it got a little 
you know, train collapsing, plane collapsing, boat collapsing, castle collapsing, the world collapsing. You know, it was those who that kind of did that. Cod no, but you yeah, still have that in the first yeah. one as well. Like, like oh, I you do, the, but the it's... first one said it, but then I suppose they had the task of like, how do you go to bigger? Go, how yeah. do you go, go bigger? Get, yeah. Go bigger. Go bigger or go home. You know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it didn't feel out of place either, though. It wasn't like, remember with Assassin's Creed and then Assassin's Creed 2? That's such a shift in a game that it almost feels like they're not part of the same series. They just share the mm-hmm. same name. Mm-hmm. Whereas Uncharted yeah. 2, it feels like a natural progression over yeah. the first one. Yeah, or when you go time. from like Uncharted, or when you go from like Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag to like Assassin's Creed Origins and you're fighting the gods, and it's like, well, this is very different. You just might as well <laughs> made two separate games here. They're not the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Very different <laughs> brand, nearly. Yeah, just yeah. using the same name. But then, yeah. you know, people like to evolve series as well. And But uh, no, it's, it's nice that. Um, with Uncharted, it's kind of uh, and similar, I think, to the Arkham series, where it, uh, and and the earlier Metal Gear series, where it's like, no more of the same, please. Like, I just give me more of the same. If it looks better and 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 there's bigger set pieces, that's all I want, you know. In yeah. terms, like, it's like I don't need you to add in like, it's like, well, this time there's a massive open world, and this time you can like or, or totally change up the combat just to make it feel new and fresh. And it's like, no, no. Or it'll take solid... hundreds of hours to complete. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. Is that a good thing? No, it's not. The game uh... takes hundreds of hours to complete. The thing is with games is that like it's, you know, you can like with with uh, like Metal Gear Solid uh, two, right? Metal Gear Solid two. The game's not that long. Like yeah. the actual story is not that long. It's the bits in between, though. It's like allowing players to just go in and shoot the glass in a bathroom and just play, play in that area. Mm-hmm. It's the tranking someone and then throw them like in a locker or or yeah, yeah, off yeah. the them off the boat, the ship. Or, or, yeah, yeah. It's the that's what the like allows you to spend more time in the world and get more out of it. But mm. the actual story shouldn't, I don't think, should be any longer than. I don't know. I, maybe twenty hours is a, is as much but, as it needs to be. I think. Well, twenty hours is is good. You know, well, value. You know. Depends on the story, not, but yeah. yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're yeah, not, yeah. They're not saying that the story is hours long, hundreds of hours of long. Well, they're Red saying... Dead Two would be my um, point of like kind of like I tried so much. Like when yeah. I go through the uh, remember the PlayStation recap. Right, and my second most played game of last year was Red Dead Redemption Two. Mm. I don't think I'm even. I don't know. I don't. I don't know how far I am into that game, but I feel like I'm like years away from completing it. Like I just don't feel the progression in it, and it, and I know it's a long game, as no, was think, the first one. Yeah, I think the problem with Red Dead Two is you just keep moving. You're kind of like every time you're moving from one camp to the next. It's like the same reason, so that's yeah. why there doesn't feel like a progress. Like with Red Dead One, you're when you feel like you're progressing because it's you need this thing, then you need that thing, then you need that thing. Now you can attack the fort. Oh, you mm. attack the fort, but the guy got away. Okay, well now I have to go over there. So there's that progression, even though it's long. But yeah, like Red Dead Two is just oh boy, we need to get more money. Oh no, the cops are after us. We got to boot camp. Okay, we set up a camp. Now we need to get more money. Oh no, the cops are coming. And that's the whole fucking story. So my point is that like with Red Dead is like there's so much to do in that world that the story doesn't need to be that long. Yeah, yeah, I you guess. Know? Yeah. Like yeah, a twenty yeah, yeah. hour you already, you story. Fine. You already have a playground. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And yeah. I think with Uncharted there's still that like level of 
you know, even though the story is not that long, the story experience, it's such a ride that you kind of want to do it again. You could try it on a different difficulty. There's things to unlock, whether it's new weapons. Yeah, there's, and the, but there's the treasures as well to collect. Yeah, and behind the find scenes in the world. footage, which kind of reminds me yeah. of like, you know, like the theater mode in Snake Eater a little bit. Yeah. 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 No, it was very, um, it's a really replayable game. And I miss those kind of games from the PS3, Xbox 360 era, which were just so replayable. Because yeah. it's yeah, they told you the story was cinematic, but then you did have this playground to mess around in. You had all these collectibles and unlockables. Yeah, and it's like let's see if I can do that uh, same level, but like it's it's like yeah, it feels like Mario nearly. It's like there's something simplistic about it, but mm. it's just taken to the next level. It's like can I? Because like the difficulty of Uncharted One, I think it's probably oh, it's rock. It's really hard. it's probably the hardest of the Uncharted games actually, which yeah, especially level. Because five, Eric. As games get newer, apart no, from like the whole Soulsborne stuff, the games get more accessible. So, like the easiest difficulty on a modern game is like really easy. Like I was even, I just finished my playthrough of um, the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. Yeah. And the difference between kind of casual on Mass Effect Three versus casual on Mass Effect Two and One is ridiculous. Is That's actually ridiculous. Oh, it's ridiculous. I was like. Wow, are my bullets made of pure fucking mitra? Like, what yeah. the it's hell? It's the same with, like, I mean, try on try. I didn't one. take cover. I just walked around shooting and everything died. I, was, <laughs> play I don't on, even need to take cover. Play on try to four on, on, like, very easy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. go back and play on try to one on very easy. And I think it's mission four. Yeah. It's the bit yeah. where, remember this, the it's, plane? It's, and yeah, everyone keeps cr- jumping down? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, that yeah. bit. Like, that's just... I were actually the... Because I was playing it on crushing, I was trying to do it on crushing, mm. and it was the bit in the the ruins where people jumped down. That was getting me. Like in the castle? No, no, no. It was still on chapter four. You you drop down kind of one or two ledges. Oh, I know. Yeah. Into an area. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just that, it's, yeah, it's literally just the guy after with the grenade launcher. Yeah, and then it's just, just after, after the plane bit, isn't it? No, it's before no? the plane bit. It's before the plane bit. No, it's, it's after before... the plane bit. No, no, it is. No, not yeah, okay, now I know which runes you're talking about. Literally, that level's full of runes. Oh yes, yes. So now yes, I know yes, which yes, the runes yes. that you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah, a bit yeah. where it's just yeah, there's yeah, lots yeah, gotcha. of like there's lots of lone pillars in sort of a square yes. shape, yeah, and people yeah. are dropping down. And that's the bit like I think they use that for the trailer, isn't it? That area, and that's uh, the, the plane, one bit yeah. where I was like, uh, you know, you're talking about it playing well. I think that's the one area where it almost i don't know it's designed a little weird because when you're you know you're finished killing all those guys right you need to get up to the next level so you have to like climb up a pillar and then jump across Mm -hmm. it's not quite aligned well and it never looks like you're going to make it and it's actually a weird little animation before he grabs the ledge and then he gets yeah yeah yeah. so there's some bits in it that are just like oh i bet you they would love to clean that up if they had the chance yes yeah yeah yeah. oh do, do, do you think do you think it's a game that could ever get a remake no i don't think so just because they can milk the remaster yeah but it's perfect like it doesn't really need it either does it no apart from things just like that like but it's like tiny little things yeah yeah that i doesn't really i i you know it's still really fun to play um you just have to like tweak the six axis stuff you just need to remove them and that's that's it yeah well it's a beautiful mix between platforming and shooting yeah and i think they found a really great way of doing the third person shooter do you know the um, yeah do you think the hug they, and cover you, thing just worked so well. Do you think... Um, I'd say that game was in development alongside Gears, right? Because I, I, everyone Possibly. always would say that it's it's a rip-off of Gears of War, that type of yeah. cover shooting. Yeah. 
And I feel like it definitely probably was some form of inspiration, but I feel like they would have been developing it already that I wouldn't say it's a complete ripoff. Well, yeah, it's 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 like it's interesting to me because sometimes games come out around the same time or even mm. in the same year with like similarities. And then and people will go, oh, that obviously ripped off that because that came out first but it's like but like they were being made at the same like they didn't make it in the last two months or whatever it is yeah you know it's, yeah. It, sometimes the industry is just moving in that direction and the pe- people do talk with india oh definitely because there's all these like, conferences where they share ideas and stuff yeah, yeah and but it's the same like uh that comes up in music a lot where uh the, a new thing will be like the the poppy sound or whatever yeah and then suddenly suddenly everyone is doing that or whatever and it's like oh they're clearly just capitalizing on this new trend uh, in some cases, yes, if it's just a single. But if they're like entire albums coming out that sound like that, it's like, well, well, no, they didn't all just copy this trend. It's just they were all coming onto this trend at the same time. Like, you know, they, they all grew up with the same idea. influences and stuff. Yeah. 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 And they're all feeling, I don't know, inspired by a similar mood or vibe at that time. Yeah. You know? yeah it depends on the amount of time that went past between when it came out, when the trend came out, and when you're the other thing that you're. Modern. Oh yeah, like it's clear after yeah. like Gears of War and Uncharted that the cover shooter became an a desirable yeah. feature. Right. Yeah. Because yes. if you yeah. take Arkham Asylum and then you take Shadow of Mordor, there was right. definitely there was there was enough time there. Like it wasn't like yes, two months yeah, afterwards. Yeah. It was like a- Well, they cited in interviews that they were inspired by the Arkham Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I so imagine they sense, would have shared the same game engine or at least some of the same it's the same well, it's Warner Mother, Brothers, Mother isn't company, it? isn't it? It's not the same studio, but no, yeah, the both yeah. Warner Brothers. So yeah, but so I would actually liken Gears of War to more like if you gave like Resident Evil Four, or Resident Evil Five, a cover shooting aspect because it's just that close in on the shoulders and that close in on the person. Yeah, I feel like Resident Evil Four was really the the yeah the modern like what took games forward in terms of how you aim exactly in games. So yeah, yeah I think a, lo- right. a lot deserves like, there. Credit me, with the, the kind of with uncharted it's it's almost like when you give devil may cry that free camera movement plus it being able to actually aim when you're shooting because it's that kind of far away and stuff and that kind of energy of movement oh i get you yeah yeah. gears yeah. of war is quite kind of slow and sluggish in your mind no, i didn't really mean that though i just meant to cover the cover shooter oh, aspect it's aspect. like yeah. right. i don't recall seeing that in a game before gears but it just seems so odd that they were kind of close enough in release that i can't well i maybe they were all chatting and or some people moved from one team to the next and it was like oh you should see what i saw um (laughs) yeah it's hard it's hard to say i wouldn't call it a ripoff but it's definitely if you were to try and explain uncharted's gameplay you would Mm. you would you would say oh it's a bit like gears of war with the cover shooter like that's kind of what you use in your language right yeah i don't think it's fair to say that it's a copy of it and then and then mixed with what would you say it's mixed with in terms of the the if you had a modern tomb raider isn't it yeah i suppose and look at i i and i think those are some things that were said early on as well it's like oh it's just male tomb raiders like yeah it is and Mm. they're aware of that that's not a bad thing that's no it's not a bad thing if you could be like Tomb Raider, great, because Tomb Raider is amazing. So and it helped yeah. revitalize that series. Yeah, so Tomb like Raider, I, so. I think it's cool that Uncharted was hundred uh, percent influenced by Tomb Raider, hmm. and yeah. then as a result, Tomb Raider became influenced by Uncharted, and then as a result, Uncharted 
became influenced by Tomb Raider when they started doing those open areas in Uncharted 4 and The Lost Legacy because that's what Tomb Raider... So it's cool because the two are influencing each other. But neither are like, oh, fuck you, we're going to like outsell you. Or anything. Like, it's not yeah. like a case of we're going to wipe you off the board. It's just like, oh, that, that's cool. We should do that. And then moving forward. So I think that's really yeah. cool. But I think the, um, the thing that really steals the show in Uncharted 1 is the characters. And this is obviously the first time we meet these characters so we should we should talk about the characters um starting with good old nathan drake ah yeah he's great isn't he like <laughs> i think the moment he opens his mouth he's likable isn't he yeah yeah it shouldn't work he's one of the most boring looking yeah well that was the thing with the trailers wasn't characters. it it's like it's, it's just a guy in a it's t-shirt. just a dude <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it is just a guy. Yeah, in in, in jeans and a t-shirt. Yeah, he, he looks like a guy that he, he's going up to you in the clothes store to ask you like, do you need a help? Like, yeah, yeah. And... he looks like an NPC for San Andreas. But yeah, like, yeah. The, what's um, <laughs> he does. He still to this day though looks at odds with the rest of the PlayStation kind of uh, mascots. I remember seeing like PlayStation All Stars, and it's like, who's the guy? You know, he just he, like he's the only <laughs> yeah, guy there yeah. in a jeans and t-shirt. It just looks so yes, weird. Yeah. Yeah, and yes, like even Cole from Infamous, <laughs> yeah, looks like a designed kind of mascot. It's not the same. Yeah. <laughs> and but yes, Works if they, favor. if he looked more like a mascotty character, it wouldn't work as well, would it? It, it would lose the charm of what it is, which is it's like he's this everyday guy who yeah. <laughs> hunts for treasure and kills. It allowed pirates. for the industry in general to kind of grow up a little bit in terms of how they perceive storytelling and what characters should look like like it really broke the mold of has to be someone with huge muscles mm. yeah 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 or even like someone with like leather coats and spiky hair you know which yeah. don't get me wrong I, I like all that shit too That's but cool. it ex- everything needs to exist within its that own is pretty cool. kind of <laughs> that is pretty cool yeah yeah <laughs> Yeah, actually, that but it didn't allow for reimagining Dante, though, did it? It didn't do that yet. Well, the world isn't ready for that. Look, they tried it a little <laughs> bit with two, didn't they? And they got so much backlash that they had to go back to the drawn, like go back to the square one. And that wasn't even that far removed. And then, <laughs> and then yeah, it was Ninja two. No, but his design wasn't that far removed from like in comparison yeah, it, to it, his it was... design and DMT. Honestly, if I was going to, if I was going to. Uh... <laughs> choose any one of his wardrobe to wear uh, it would definitely be the one from two as opposed to some of the other shit he wore uh i would probably wear what he wore in dmc uh it's just a t-shirt and a jeans <laughs> and a long coat wasn't it he yeah, just has a long, long coat, coat. Yeah. yeah but it's like a caramore coat like it's got the or, or what's that brand called and they, they have like the, it has the uk flag on the on the show on the fucking sleeve like it's a real it caramore isn't it yeah yeah, yeah, he, that's what he's wearing. He's wearing a caramore jacket. Like, so I thought it was a long trench coat. It is long, but it but caramore it's doesn't caramore wear. Long, long oh, I see what you mean. Okay, yeah, yeah, with the... it's, yeah, it's that's silly. <laughs> like it's yeah, but it's less. It's not like a matrix leather coat. Like it's <laughs> it's a, it's got it's a hood and everything. Like it's it's like a hoodie that's long. It's not leather. Is what I'm trying to say. It's, what know? have you got against leather? I, I can't pull off leather. I'm nothing against leather. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I couldn't pull that off. You were just saying about um, Nate and Drake, though, amongst the mascots of PlayStation, right? Yeah. Just for a brief little um, side tangent here. Yeah. Um, who should be PlayStation's 
overall mascot if they like they have a lot but if they had to have one so like for example when it comes to xbox it's master chief right yeah and when it comes to nintendo even though people might prefer link or whatever it's mario mario is nintendo's mickey mouse yeah who should be playstations they tried with little big planet but i never really liked sackboy i didn't think it kind of i didn't feel like that really connected with the like plus playstation ethos um hmm Rich Racer. Uh, just one of those cars. <laughs> yeah, that that vehicle from Wipeout. <laughs> uh, I don't know. Like, I mean, uh, probably, I, I would probably lean towards, like, Kratos, maybe. I think Kratos oh, is okay. a good... He's, you know, he's got that look of um, a PlayStation. Mascot. Big, brooding, yeah. violent, you know, yeah, every PlayStation yeah. player. But they've reinvented them in a way that it kind of yeah. takes on the seriousness of like someone like Drake and Joel while also maintaining the superhero aspects of like Cole and um, Aloy and things like that. Like, I just think he he embodies PlayStation a bit. Okay, cool. Now you're talking 2018 God of War, right? You're not, you're oh, not yeah. talking... I would take oh, any of them oh, as grand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, yeah, just take Kratos. Uh, Eric, what do you think? Who should be PlayStation's mascot character? I don't know. Uh, that's that is a tough one. Um, I actually kind of think, and as she's extremely iconic, and she is mainly PlayStation, at least several PlayStation. I would think kind of Lara Croft. She yeah, is not Raider. PlayStation. What? She's How not though. How could you say that? Adam? Because she launched on the Sega Saturn. <gasps> what? Yeah, nobody told me this. I mean, there was a nice connection with PlayStation because most people played it there, but it wasn't like a PlayStation exclusive. So. All right, so she comes from another okay. fucking planet. Right. Okay, okay, whatever. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought she was PlayStation first. No, I am heartbroken. Fine, I right, tell you, Bob. And she's not though. Like, I mean, you can't. You wouldn't be able to take, like, at least with Master Chief and it, Mario, it you can only be... play them on. Like, I, it, it has to be an exclusive, like. It has to be a character that's exclusive. Well, hold on. You can play God of War on PC now. Yeah, man. Take yeah, that. you can play Master Ch- like Halo on PC. So what? Okay, okay. So P- it doesn't matter if it's on PC then. That That's like PC is its own realm. Yeah, okay. that's a weird okay. place. No, we don't go there. We don't go there. We don't go there. That's the we're silly place. Co- <laughs> we're not cool. Like that. <laughs> <laughs> I- <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's just silly. <laughs> uh, Who should it be? Who should it be? I don't know then. Thanks, I, 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 you know, got all my dreams. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, <laughs> give, I'm I'm gonna give it to, uh, I'm gonna give it to Nathan Drake. I think Nathan Drake deserves it, actually. Good old Nate. I, th- I think he represents um, uh, a middle ground of like the the PlayStation ethos, but he's also much closer to the player. Yeah, I think he's he could really represent the player, but uh, as well, he represents story based single player narrative driven games. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna go for him. Okay. Wait, okay. All right, I'll go for Aloy. Are you just going for Aloy for the yeah. sake of it? Or... Well, she's no, a great I mean, character. no, no, she's, she's a great, great character. character. <laughs> and she does have a very unique design. You know, again, as, as we as yeah. keep saying, Nathan Drake just looks like a dude, but Kratos looks yeah. like, yeah. yeah, he's iconic. You look at him, so that's Kratos. You look at Aloy, yeah, that's yeah. Aloy. You yeah, know what I mean? She looks iconic, and, yeah. And with Aloy's character, she's all about exploration, delving into this world that she's never seen or explored or knows nothing about. Mm. which is very attractive to a lot of gamers to go into a world that isn't our own to explore and everything like that. And then pushing forward that idea that, yes, a video game doesn't have to belong to the big burly man. 
You know yeah. what I mean? Like that that it is more welcoming to, to everybody. So I think I think gaming's for no, everyone. but it does belong gaming's... to the big burning god. <laughs> 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 I'd love to hear from uh, wow. the audience if you put in the comments. Out of our three picks, who should be the mascot, or if you have a different one? Yeah, well, we should, I would imagine... we should also maybe do a poll. That'd be interesting to see what. People let's do think. a poll. Yeah, yeah, let's do a poll. The poll will be on Spotify because Spotify allows you to add a poll. Well, you can put it on the... YouTube either. You can do polls on yeah. YouTube. Yeah, if you have enough subscribers, you can. <laughs> so if you want to help us get yeah, yeah. there, if you want to see this poll, make sure you hit subscribe. that subscribe button right there. Right, it's down <laughs> there. It's otherwise, like. Otherwise, there will, there will be a, a poll on, hit the, that on bell. Spotify. On Spotify, there'll be a poll, <laughs> and also you can just throw it in the comments if you're on YouTube. Uh, yeah, of the three, who deserves it? Or if you have a much better like, counter proposal, as probably someone where like completely forget PlayStation's mascot. Well, someone might even throw in there. It's like, no, fuck it. I think Jin Sakai uh, in one game became so iconic that he should be representing PlayStation going forward. Or Spider-Man also... because of like it became that was basically Sony. that was that was PlayStation 3, wasn't it? Spider-Man. Yeah, but no, you can't do that because Nintendo created Mario and Xbox created Master Chief. It has to be an original character who as well. Uh, personally, I feel ha- it has to be someone who's been around long enough that they can represent like it, to be honest i'd be like if it's not nathan drake then and i know later on the stat series has become available on other games but if it's not nathan drake i'm thinking it's solid snake like that's that's where i'm at you know rightfully it should be if they you know they should buy that fucking company <laughs> <laughs> like come on acquire acquire well, i don't think this- i don't think anyone would go ah fuck if Konami ended up in Sony's hands, they could they could do some serious shit with their IPs. There's genuine. I genuinely yeah, believe like this bring thing, back but... Silent Hill, with, Silent with Hill, the... Castlevania, and Metal Gear Solid, and Yu-Gi-Oh. Actually, yeah, just sitting there. I oh, honestly, yeah. with the acquisitions that have like happened in in the past, you know, few months, uh, <laughs> I I week. do in the past. <laughs> I do think there are two companies that if Sony can, they probably should. Not that everyone should buy up everyone, no. But if they can, there's two that they probably should. Konami is one of them. Square Enix is the other one. I think I would I like so. Square to stay independent, but really? Konami I... absolutely Konami needs. But to... Konami Konami's not doing anything exactly. So that's need, that's they need that kind of like I'd like to see companies that just are not doing shit with like that stuff we should be getting more metal gear games we should be getting more silent hill games it's so sad to see that just be go to waste. pyramid head should be playstation's mascot <laughs> he's even got the triangle on his head great shit with it, like. <laughs> do some great shit with it and i even think people like you know the even when uh, microsoft bought activision there's a lot of backlash but like from yeah, people yeah. saying oh and then i'm not going to get my call of duties i still feel like everyone universally would be happy with sony buying konami I don't think anyone would be like, "Oh, that's bad." Well, no, I, I, I you can't say that because there are. Oh, there might be a couple um, of Pez players that might be annoyed, but. No, no, no. The um, the Silent Hill games, um, a lot of them were released on Xbox, so. Like, there's a lot of people Post... who, be, who would be fans of them. So yeah, like Silent yeah, like... the room wasn't it? Like that from then on. And like downpour and yeah. and homecoming and and those yeah, far from home. You know, and I, 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 home. I know it's not the and then I think the remasters might have gone onto Xbox as well. Yeah, you know, but I know what you're saying. Like it, that, it's a game that I uh, associate with the PlayStation in a similar way of like I know the HD collection of 
Metal Gear Solid was available on Game Pass. Yeah, but I think it's more. But it's like no, but that's I associate it with the PlayStation. Yeah, but much, much like our like with Uncharted, for example, right? There's a very specific game uh, type, isn't there? Like in terms of the nicheness of it that you mm-hmm. expect from PlayStation, right? It is that kind of very much moment to moment story based stuff. Like I actually think like when Microsoft bought Call of Duty, like. That makes total sense to me. Like, because I always consider the Xbox just a perfect platform for the first-person shooter. Yeah, and the multiplayer. Yeah, aspect. it's just it's like they have that infrastructure down. Yeah, the, I agree. the area that they suffer, I think, has always been the kind of um, story-driven style games. It's something that they're going to build and work on. Mm-hmm. But similar to PlayStation, like if, when PlayStation had that like kind of deal with Bungie a little bit with Destiny and stuff, I always felt like the PlayStation was a weird platform for the FPS. It worked in yeah. their favor, but. I don't know. I always associated PlayStation with narrative-driven experiences. So I do think if, you know, I think people would realize that Sony would be a good home for something like Silent Hill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, just, and yeah, they have speaking that. of narrative-driven experiences, then, what do we think of the story of Uncharted? Love it. The first one as a whole. It's my second whole. favorite Uncharted game, so I love it. Hey, nice. I didn't nice. know we were going to rank them. <laughs> I think we did in the past, yeah, though. Yeah, that, that's that's not that was that controversial, again. wasn't it? Well, I think bit. we, I think we said what Just our favorite one because was. Of how, no, I think we went and what our them. least favorite one. Because I think was, I and, and yeah, and you're a bastard. Yeah, uh, because like two was quite low realized. down, wasn't it? So for for, for you, yeah, for you. Yeah. <laughs> for you, it is. Yeah, the rest of the world, creep. Wow. Eric, what do you think of the story of Uncharted Drake's fortune? Ah, it's amazing. Class, is that but all you like, got for it, me? Yeah, that's all I got for you, man. Um, uh, I like. I mean, like, it is strengthened by its performances, mm-hmm. you know. Because again, you get that story. It's a very classic sort of like, oh, here's this, here's this treasure. We're gonna go find it and stuff. But if the performance and the direction wasn't as good, it'd be like it'd be really cheesy. Because the story is quite cheesy. Yeah, and tropey. That's the thing. And tropey. It's, 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 it's very tropey. Jeez. It's like yeah, they're looking That's for treasure. It's El Dorado. Yeah. It's cursed yeah. treasure. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it wears its influences on its sleeve, yeah. but then it does it in a really enjoyable and like and well written way. I think the dialogue exchanges, in particular, between mm. the characters throughout the story, are what really make like make the game stand out <laughs> amongst others. And as well, people have tried to replicate that kind of Naughty Dog writing in terms of how characters will interact with each other. Yeah, even within Naughty Dog. <laughs> even within Naughty Dog, yeah, yeah. And, and not always to, to great effect, but um, Hats off yeah, to Amy. Th- this game just set the set the bar, really, in terms of uh, character writing, I think. Yeah. In particular. Yeah. I mean, the relationship between Sully and Nate, within a few sentences, you totally get these characters. And, yeah, and, and you are, you believe there's a history with them, like you. Yeah, yeah, you can feel that with them, like they've been buddies I, forever. I like that we don't in the first one get much of a backstory for Nate. Oh yeah, that. yeah, you you get enough of what you need, like, and then let's get on with the story, kind of thing. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, same yeah. with like his interaction with Eddie. It's yeah, like, yeah, just you there, know that you, they know each other. You from understand someone. that they have met in the past and. Uh, at one point we're probably friends there's a bit of a pirates of the caribbean kind of thing between them isn't there like the way yeah jack sparrow yeah, yeah. and uh barbosa um, yeah probably barbosa is probably the best uh better example because it, it's like there's um are they friends are they not yeah hard to know it's like <laughs> i'll help you but i am gonna stab you in the back later yeah 
kind of a thing. Like that great scene, and we did say there would be spoilers, but that great scene where they are they are back to back, and you have to fight the monsters, and it's fucking it's a bit tense. Yeah. But like where he's like, I just want you to know, I, I hate your guts, Nate, and he's just like, yeah, likewise, buddy. Now let's do this. <laughs> Like they've done I it before, it. nearly. It's like yeah. nearly. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. Like and, and as well, it's like it's this thing of like we're gonna help each other right now, but like once we get out of here, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then he is quite upset when when Eddie. When Eddie dead. dies. Yeah, yeah Eddie dies. He's after mowing down all of his men. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's, that's that's the yeah that's the thing with like Uncharted is like uh, there's it's got one foot in reality and the other foot like in. Uh, the Fast and the Furious or something like it's just it's, yeah it's yeah, yeah. not oh yeah it's you can take just too serious ridiculous if going... you try to analyze like he's a serial killer otherwise if you try to like take it too seriously <laughs> yeah and yeah and it doesn't really need that deeper analysis I think I no. think that's when like you could take away from just the fun of what it is and unfortunately you know? that's where some of the criticism started to go in like I tried to got criticized a bit for that all right you okay. know being somewhat realistic but then not taking that type of stuff realistic at all and it's like yeah but they I try mean, to you know help it's... it a little bit in uncharted 4 i think but yeah it's an action flick though it's just a game know? well it's a game it's a game it's, it's a fun game. it's it's like it's great it's great space fun. invaders but you know it's it's a game joel didn't actually die it's just a game guys it's just a game <laughs> <laughs> no but joel did die though eric did yeah die. but it's just a game <laughs> <laughs> it didn't really happen. I didn't, didn't see really it. happen. Okay. I'm okay. <laughs> um, I think another great relationship that, uh, but the difference being that there isn't a history is Nate and Elena, mm. Mm. who the chemistry is just fantastic. Which from scene she, one, from scene one, and didn't she um get the job because she was only filling in to like read lines across from the actors. Um, and then when they saw her and Nolan read against each other, they were just like, oh, this is good. Not and sure, actually. Just, and they offered her a job. I'm pretty sure she came in with um, whoever the casting director was, which I think was like an old teacher of hers. And he just asked her, would you do me a favor? Just read across from the actors. Hmm. And when they saw her and Nolan together, they were like, oh, that's Nate, that's Nate and Elena right there. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they did have some... Um, actors come in for the role of elena but none of them had the same kind of uh what's the word you'd use maybe like the same kind of spunk that she had you know that kind of that reporter energy but also i'm not taking any shit from you energy but also the the curiosity and hmm. you know yeah she's yeah. great <laughs> yeah she's a great character and then we have the villains there's not many characters in uncharted one there's, there's just enough there's six just enough six six main characters in the whole thing yeah, yeah, we talked about Eddie, but there's also Gabriel Roman and, of course, the very standout villain. <laughs> For Adam. Adam, a love a this talk, guy. A talk Navarro, uh, one of my favorite Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, just for the listeners, um, when when we all first played Uncharted, when Adam got to the very end. and We're like, all there. Navarro, We're all three of us. Navarro was the final boss. He was just like, who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> He had no idea who he was, and he's in loads of parts of the game. He is, yeah, he's right. But he's just, you know what? He's so. He's, he just looks like such a dude. That's it. He looks like he looks like the rest of the background people that he doesn't have any distinct kind of feature. 
even like, though he actually doesn't wear the same clothes as anyone else in the entirety of the game. No, Should I know, but yeah. and there's scenes like <laughs> well, I, I know what when I replayed it, and it's like there's like every scene Gabriel is talking to him, and it's yeah, yeah. like. How did I miss him? But I honestly just thought, oh, he's talking to another henchman. He even, oh, he they even, all look alike. Um, he even name drops him outside the submarine. He does, yeah. yeah. I just, yeah. I, I think <laughs> that says more about Gabriel, though, than it does about the character Navarro. Yeah, Gabriel, Gabriel Roman, Roman is a great is, villain. And he 100% is like, that's the villain for the game. And yeah. then, nope. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually but love good. that I they think it's did good. that because that's also kind of uh, it was very James Bondy where maybe the the henchman overthrows the boss or something yeah. uh, for for a different goal or I I just and I love the showdown on the ship I think yeah. it's great I I do, died the first mm, few times because yeah. I didn't know what I was supposed to do however now that I do know what to do I think it plays out really cool yeah I mean I think if there was like one area of the game that I think is poor is that sequence. I think it, there's something about it that feels a little bit rushed, and um, yeah, it's just a quick time event, really. So, yeah, but I just love when he like you have to run up and like jump onto the the El Dorado as a yeah, yeah, that's cool. And, yeah, I like know, that bit. Heli- like it's so and everything's jumping. The out, climax actually. of a blockbuster, you know. Yeah, yeah. it's great. But so I think sh- the ship is poor. I think. Great. What you guys think of the twist? Actually, that El Dorado, which we're searching for in the game, is is not. A city of gold but is in fact a golden sarcophagus i loved everything but... about it i yeah, thought yeah. that was great because yes you're expecting el dorado the city of gold that's what we all grew up with and then it's no el dorado the golden man you're like oh okay this is cool el there's, dorado there's there's a different <laughs> version of el dorado not the one yeah. we grew up with then there's the golden man okay so we gotta look for this giant golden statue thing and then you get to the golden statue oh plot twist it's a sarcophagus with some demon witch that spews out poison that turns things into cannibalistic zombies it's like this is awesome yeah this, it's, this isn't it so cool wicked. i remember getting to a point where um it when, when it teased that there might be monsters or yeah. it's like you find the guy who's killed like i didn't what's think for eaten? a second that there would be it's like what's been eaten I, yeah let's get out of here before we find out whatever's been chewing on this guy yeah. and, the, and they're like the footprints are weird yeah and, and just the, at that yeah. moment i was like oh, now i hope there's monsters yeah same well and, and it got i had that lost feeling of like what is the monster or like yeah where is it or what is it, it just like, like or... locals with weird shoes <laughs> yeah 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 right yeah, yeah like cannibals or something and they are awesome they're cool but they're yeah, fucking cool. scary as well and then you like you have that whole which i think until dawn took a bit of inspiration from but when you're in the german base and you find the old film footage of like the scientists yeah. and the test subjects turning into these things yeah, yeah. Like, and suddenly it's I like do oh, think it out of all the <laughs> kind of mysterious monster style stuff the first one mm. has the best oh yeah. yeah by far yeah i would agree because the second one is just almost copy and paste yeah i didn't one. like it in the second one like at all in no. fact no. Uh, i thought the second one and maybe we'll talk about that in and of itself actually but i did think the second one was interesting and then it wasn't if you yes. get what i mean yeah yeah i think i think at first it was like i never would have guessed that that's interesting and then it's like oh now it's less interesting yeah i know exactly what you're talking about yeah yeah no. And I think the third one is a uh, is actually kind and of the third one is third interesting. One's interesting, but they just don't do it like enough of it. Like it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah there's yeah. too much shit happening that that becomes a, a just another piece to the whole thing. But I think the yeah. first one is just 
yeah, it's very it's, clean. Yeah, it's it's nicely done. They don't overstay their welcome. It's just yeah, keep moving the the build up to it is great. Yeah, and plus, plus like, I love I love that then it becomes a thing of like this is what Navarro was looking for. Yeah, he, he was knew looking about it. For for the, he knew about it. He was the only one who knew about it. And he was like, have you any idea what this is worth to the right And you can always imagine that? that he was probably looking at like someone like Lazarevich to sell it to. Yeah, well, I was always thinking, like, what if one of these games someday brought in a villain who was who has always been like even it would have been an interesting little thing to throw into like uh uncharted 3 like even if you happen to find uh some sort of correspondence between avaro and them because these guys collect this kind of a cult oh, yeah. shit yeah you know what i mean it's like some it's like russell crowe just comes in and say i'm just here to collect some monsters <laughs> <laughs> by the way then is mr hyde for my uh, monster verse yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just shoehorn in it. And then there could be a spin-off. Chloe gets her own game. Um, yeah. So <laughs> she did, actually. She did. Actually, it wasn't, it wasn't that bad. It was actually, it was really actually a very, really good game. Yeah, it was just a really good game. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> Chloe and Nadine. Um, Which other actually, thing... I sorry. believe Navarro was voiced by Robin Akindance. Yeah, he was. That, that, yeah, that's another game. Yeah, Robin. I think he was, yeah. Good Man of Robin many Akindance. voices is in everything ever. Yeah, he is. Him I think and... an, another thing this game does really well and the series does really well is the music. Yes. Yeah, me. The music and not just the main theme, but even just like the little jungle themes. And uh, there's a point where they're down below, especially when he's learning about the, the cursed people. There's a lot of bits of music that's reminiscent of Pierce Brosnan era, James Bond. And uh, the world is not enough, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, there's kind of little motifs in there where I'm like, oh, that sounds quite like that. And so like bond era music and indiana jones kind of music and these are all the things that the series is kind of based on yeah there's one bit of piece of music in it or it's part of the music of exploration in uncharted when you're going through the ruins of the el dorado or what you think is el dorado right you know you're going through that that city and everything that those ruins built into the mountain oh yeah, uh, yeah yeah at the start of the game and then i think you hear it again going through like the jungle or you're going through some of the other places on the island but every so often you hear a scream. Yeah. And it's kind of part it's part of the ambience of the music. But then when you find out the the twist, you're kind of like, Yeah, wait a minute. Is that scream actually in the game? And it's is way actually- more prominent mm-hmm. then, obviously, when you're in the like underground aqueduct kind of area. Yeah. You just hear all those screaming in the background where it's like really I, I really like that element of it. Um it kind of has a resi like vibe to it where they use ambience. It does to- Yeah, yeah, yeah. To mm. kind of scare you, and I think that I, you know, I, I actually thought that bit was very effective in being tense. Like, yeah, I, I, know, I, I definitely had a few jumps a few times because they come at you quite quickly. And uh, oh yeah, I always dread those bits, even though I love it. The as bit a where you have to, I the doors close and you have to go from one to the next, and it's like yeah, yeah, I dread <laughs> fighting those because they are actually I find them actually scary. And I think, like you were saying, like they, it is the first one does the monster element the best because they're an integral part of the story and not just some kind of add-on when you finally get there. You know what yeah. I mean? Like there's yeah, a few yeah. chapters where you're dealing with them. Yeah. And you realize and it's like, oh no, locations and things. Yeah. And this thing cannot leave the island. And like I think that's so. And you, or you find out that like Sir Francis Drake, and I also love that element where like if people take like a mystery from history and then write fiction around it. Where yeah. you can go, maybe that happened. You like know, national like treasure. Buy into it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
but the fact that Sir Francis Drake destroyed all he had his men destroy all the ships or whatever it's like why why did he strand his own men and it's actually because to ensure that this thing didn't leave the island genius so good I love it but then they brought it there didn't they from that island yes they brought it to that island and then realized it was fucked yeah yeah (laughs) yeah. <laughs> that was then, obviously a colony that they had bring it back. It's like, yeah, and then he in? and then he for some reason leaves a journal as coffin for people to perfectly find that island. <laughs> Don't wouldn't you? <laughs> Wasn't was that not before um any of the shit hit the fan though? Oh yeah, it was it? Yeah. You know, he like he did that to like yeah, follow my trail. Although yeah, but why would he why would he leave the journal behind in a coffin that's empty? I mean, obviously, I know it's a story mechanic and it's really awesome, but like logistically, you have that your is journal. exactly how pirates work, Eric. Pirates yeah. leave maps Shit. and notes and I haven't mean, you I played, played Sea of Thieves? Thieves? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man! Come on! And he was a pirate. A... He, he was. was a pirate. He was a pirate. Yeah, um, Google it. I think it's. Uh, I really like as well the title of the game. I don't just mean Uncharted, which I think is a great title anyway, because it just means, look, as long as you're searching for something that has yet to be found, then it works. But Drake's fortune being a a play on two phrases, one being you're looking for the gold of Sir Francis Drake. Mm -hmm. And then two, the character Nathan Drake and just like, this is just his luck. It's like, and the whole way through, not only this game, but the experience of the franchise is that he literally just scrapes by yeah at all times you know <laughs> it's like that's so I, I i think yeah. it's a title that really works that's that's how the health system work isn't it that's what they said in the interview that it was when it's going gray it's nathan drake's looks is running out yeah. yeah his chance to run out which is really cool that is cool i didn't think about it that way before that's awesome yeah there's a lot of one-liners in the game as there are in all the games uh oh, Christ, just quotes in general uh have you got a favorite I was trying oh, to remember the game now. Yeah, yeah. It's been a while since I fucking played it's the been, game. It's, it's been a minute. Oh, it's, it's been, been a while. Minute. Been a oh. while. <laughs> Christ. Um, oh, my God. I mean, there's so many. Uh, my favorite line in the game. Yeah. Hmm? Adios, asshole. <laughs> it's so simple, but I just love it. I just love that he pushes the helicopter <laughs> The rope wraps around the barrel. He goes, oh shit. He gets pulled. (laughs) Adios, asshole. (laughs) I just think that's fucking great. It's like, if you could say something to a bad... Uh, The other thing is, it's like, normally they would try to come up with some like, something that the villain used to say throughout and then the hero could say it back to them just before they kill him or something. I don't have a favorite line, but I have a favorite exchange. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Which is the... um... Uh, a hooker to church exchange. Ah, yeah, him and yeah, yeah. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm sweating like a hooker in church. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A hooker to church. And that was uh, improv. Like that wasn't that was yeah. in the script. So there's like those moments. I think are great. Yeah, I mean, I think I say that line actually a lot when I'm but I probably shouldn't. <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that so often, but I do. <laughs> and no one, oh, no one else gets it. It's disappointing. But... <laughs> That one, and I also really like the one yeah, where you, um, you just sound like a fucking weirdo when you're yeah. referencing things that no one else knows or heard of before. It's like, yes, wow, true. Eric's a psycho. Yeah. <laughs> He's a full-on psychopath. Yeah, yeah. it's like yeah, he I f his liver with some fava beans. 
It's like no, and it's like if no one has ever seen Silence of the Lambs, they're going to get worried, man. Yeah, yeah. it's like the hey, uh, I put the lotion on the skin. <laughs> you go into someone's house and it's just like, hey, what do you think? It's cozy if you're Hannibal Lecter. Yeah. It's like, what? <laughs> Straight up getting worried about Eric. Um. <laughs> this guy is not okay. I I also really like the one where um he's in the uh the German base and he's looking across the way and they're using like the microphones to keep laughing. Gabriel Roman has the mouth. Yeah, yeah, and like Navarro's just like and he's like, yeah, you keep smiling, asshole. I'm gonna yeah. see you later. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's it's good. Just, yeah. yeah, it's really well yeah. written. Yeah, his attitude trait. Have you yeah. any uh, criticisms or, or least favorite parts of the game? Chapter four. <laughs> yeah, I think the whole, difficulty or? is not balanced well where it doesn't progressively, like, you know, as you get better weapons, it would, you know, balance with you. Because that chapter four, it, even the game devs, because like uh, Retro Replay had them on, like a couple of game devs to talk about it as they played through mm. the games and stuff. And they discussed how, like, look, yeah, the balance is fucking way off. And you can feel that <laughs> as you're playing it. Um, But I actually feel like, like, the end, for example, I, I don't particularly like that last fight. I, I like it in terms of just getting through it and seeing it through. But mm. I don't necessarily enjoy playing it. And I do think that the beginning of the game isn't very strong. And I think it gets much stronger once you meet up with Sully, once you're Sully in the jungle. Mm. I think being on the boat with the kind of scuba gear, I think is a weird way to introduce the character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, it doesn't really, I, I wouldn't judge the game based on that opening. I think wait till the next bit when you're in the jungle with Sully and that's when the game really kicks off. Really kicks off, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Eric, any criticisms or, or least favorite part of the game? Yeah, it's so chapter four. Oh, right. You Just mean? as a whole. All of the it. whole chapter. That chapter oh, is rough. I thought you were joking at first. Sorry. No, no. That chapter is actually quite annoying to get through because it's actually really long. Yeah. yeah. And just kind of keeps Especially going. Especially when you want to do the through. crushing run through. Because, like, yeah, when you want you, to do. You get through the first tree, you're like, oh, that was, you know, I'm sweating, but. Then you get to four, and it's like, yeah, you know what? Fuck this and, game. And then, and then you are that you're 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 that you're, yeah, you're like that hooker in church, like you know what I mean? When you get to the four, fucking annoying. Yeah, uh, but no, because it's just that that chapter is actually quite long and is not balanced, and it's like just a fight, and then another fight, and another fight, and another fight, and it just gets progressively harder and harder and harder, and you're like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, no, that that chapter is annoying. Once you get to kind of chapter five, it gets. Well, my 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 least favorite part is actually the jet ski. Uh, which oh to me, yeah, that doesn't play to well. Me is like <laughs> to me is like the the Mako, I suppose of of Uncharted. It's like there's a reason they didn't do jet ski sequences in the in the follow ups. Like I don't think anyone liked the jet ski sequences. They're awesome. You do it more than once, and after a while, the barrels are hitting you and shit, and people are shooting at you. Like, oh, fuck this. But there is a very Tomb Raider esque. Like, that's one of those things where I'm like, it's not that fun to play, especially if you're going up the river. It's really annoying because you keep fucking going back down. Yeah. But then on the other hand, I'm like, oh, this nostalgia, this is just too good. Yeah, it does feel old school. Like, don't get me wrong. And I do like that you have a moment there where um, Nate is driving and Elaine is doing the shooting, and it just gives. uh, I mean, from a story point of view, I like it because the two characters are bonding, but also Elena is really involved now in the adventure and in, in what's happening. Yeah. Um, 
but just from actually playing it every time again and just go oh no i gotta get through this bit again yeah. <laughs> he's also a very like there's like Nate Drake's has been doing this for quite a while, fighting pirates and mercenaries mm-hmm. and all that. So, so I suppose for him, it's he's a little bit more used to having to fight to live. She's a reporter from like New York or something, and she just picks up a freaking grenade launcher, and starts blasting people to bits, and she... it's like a ca- it's like a camera, right? You just point and shoot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, I started blasting. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wait. I suppose to to follow on for that question, what is your favorite part of the game or your favorite thing about the game? Uh, fave. Well, I, well, no, yeah, the satisfying bit is to go on, open it. You know, Gabriel that opens it and he becomes a monster, and that does that reveal is just like, oh my god, I didn't see that cover. Who the hell's that yeah, guy? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, poor Navarro, yeah, no, I really like Navarro, he's awesome. Um, that that was awesome. That ex- that, that moment that exchange because it's just that that final little twist of a nail in the coffin just paid off so well. Mm. Uh, and then another bit, uh, just actually a lot of the moments with the monsters, I think is really good. Yeah, yeah. Adam, favorite part of the game or favorite aspect of I the think game? It's chapter, I think it's chapter two, which would be the bit with Sully, mm. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, because uh, when I think of Drake's fortune, I just think of that lush, uh, vibrant jungle, and then just the exchange between those two characters, and just trying to figure out what's going on here, like uh, genuinely searching for treasure. I think is my favorite bit. Yeah, I think I don't think I can pick a favorite moment. I think it's just the the character exchanges throughout. I think have mm. to be my favorite thing about the game. Um, very quickly fell in love with the characters who are uh, easily previous to that. Like if I just seen them on a piece of paper, I would have thought oh, these are boring looking characters. They're not hugely exciting or anything, and yet. You know, they're just so well written and so well performed that they, they became iconic. And all it is is, you know, a guy with a flowery shirt and a mustache and, and a guy with a fucking white T-shirt on. You know, what I mean? like there's nothing, there's nothing iconic about them except for the way they're written and their performances. So yeah. I, I think that's that's my favorite aspect of the game. Um, will that come across in the movie? Who knows? <laughs> Actually, another another aspect. Not the great acting part, the... anyway. Oh, 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 oh shots fired! Holy fuck! But uh, another another aspect I liked about Uncharted: Drake's Fortune, mm. the fucking booklet. God, I miss booklets. Oh, you, oh, you mean the in the case, like in the case? In the case, you open the case. There's the booklet, and it tells you about the characters. So you have an idea of the characters before you actually get to hear them talk. So you have a that mm. connection. You know, Elaine from reading it. You know, Elaine is a failing. A documentary filmmaker so mm. you know that she's really rely on this story and then it just goes to shit because this I, I love i has love. messed her over like yeah he's totally screwed her over he's screwed he, her he over. abandoned her well. <laughs> yeah and so you just you get that connection because you have the little bit of background to the characters which is nice and then we don't get that anymore no i've i don't think i've ever read that booklet <laughs> really yeah, I didn't oh, know awesome. it came with a booklet. Sorry. Uh you missed out, man. That's where ah. it tells you who Navarro is. Don't you? Yeah, uh, that would help. The whole, there's a whole backstory on yeah. Navarro in the booklet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, funny enough, in Uncharted Four, right? You go to the multiplayer and you go to attack Navarro. Mm. And it does actually give you his backstory. It tells yeah. you how he met Gabriel Robert. I was like, they, re- they realized Adam was looking for it. They were like, oh, <laughs> yeah, well, that helped a lot. Put this in. Thank you, Uncharted right. Four. <laughs> yeah, you you helped me so much. Anyway. Those are our thoughts 
on Uncharted Drake's fortune. And we would love to hear from other people. So let us know what is your favorite moment from Uncharted Drake's fortune? What's your favorite aspect of the game? Uh, what do you like about it? What do you dislike about it? And also, as we were saying earlier on, who should be, uh, given that this was a PlayStation exclusive game, who should be PlayStation's mascot? If Xbox is Master Chief and Nintendo's is Mario, who should be the one PlayStation overall mascot? Do let us know. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please let us know down in the comments. And if you enjoyed this, please do give us a thumbs up, hit subscribe, and click the notification bell for all of our future content. If you're listening to us on audio platforms, then you can touch base with us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at The Brothers Take to give your take on Uncharted Drake's fortune. Thank you so much for listening. This is our 100 episodes. If you've listened at any point, whether it was just today for the first time or in the podcast, thank you so much for checking us out, for giving us a listen. We'd love to hear from you guys. Greatness comes from small beginnings. We shall talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye. 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 It's like that's what we have to keep down <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right? Right? Please? <laughs> Please listen? <laughs> Please listen?